morning. Shalom, shalom. Welcome to a new installment of Her Biblical Thoughts. Today I'm going to start with a strong statement which says, It is one thing to walk with God and another thing to run ahead of God. Okay, we probably all can recognize a moment where we probably ran ahead of God. But let's jump into the scripture and clarify this statement. A short summary of what we are going to talk about. We're going to talk about Genesis chapter 15, Abraham's covenant of faith and the promise God gives him. Then we'll jump over to chapter 16, where we will learn about Abram's child of impatience. And we will wrap it up with Genesis chapter 17, Abraham's covenant confirmed by God. Okay, let's get started. Last week, we learned about Abraham's faithfulness. Romans 4.22 cites Genesis 15.6, which says, Because of Abram's faith, God counted him as righteous. His faith was more than a mere belief in the existence of God. He had faith in God's promise of giving him a seed. By reading Galatians 3.16, we learn that Jesus is the ultimate fulfillment of the promise. If we believe in Jesus, we become Abraham's spiritual descendants and we too are declared to be righteous before God. So we are not righteous because we ran ahead of God, because we had our own plans, because we leaned on our own understanding. No, we are considered righteous because we believe in God, because we choose to align with the path that God wrote down for us in his holy map, the Bible. To be fair, Abram wasn't perfect. He was just like me and you. He and his wife worried about being able to conceive They worried if they would be able to bear a son in their age. Though God often promised Abram and Sarah that they would get a son. We can see this in Genesis 12 to Genesis 13, 16 and Genesis 15, 4 to 5. Out of this worry and foolish impatience, Abraham's deeds result in a son called Ismael. This is a dramatic story that you should read. You can find this story in Genesis 16. But to stay on topic, this story shows us the danger of impatience because it leads to pain, difficulties and sin. And this destroyed the relationship between Sarai and her servant Hagar. It became a bitter relationship and led to Hagar having to flee. And as Hagar fleed, she was stopped by the Spirit of God. And he told Hagar to return. And Hagar referred to the Lord as Ber Lahai Roy which means, well of the living one who sees me. 
I know for me that I have had moments where I didn't feel like I was noticed, I wasn't valued, I wasn't seen, I wasn't appreciated. This story reminds me that God is always near. He sees me, he knows me, he loves me, and he appreciates the way I serve others. Please take this to heart because you are not alone. God is with you. This brings me to an interesting point. I like how God not only displayed Abraham's good side, but he also displayed the failures of Abraham. Because God did this, I learned two powerful lessons from Abraham's failures. Lesson one is that Abraham's perception of God's capability was too small. Oftentimes we think that we can help God to achieve the goals or dreams we have. And this is a common mistake most of us have found ourselves in. But truly, God doesn't need our help. What God wants from us is obedience. He wants obedience, trust and patience. Stay faithful and trust that God's plan is good. And when we read Luke 1.37, we understand that nothing is impossible with God. And truly we know that everything is possible with God. Amen. God is faithful and his word stands. To confirm his word, God repeated his promise that he will give Abram and Sarai a son. And he confirmed this by giving the parents-to-be a new name. He called Abram, Abraham, which means father of many, and Sarai, Sarah, which means princess. As we wrap this up with Genesis 17, we see God give Abraham another covenant sign, which is circumcision. This is a sign of a new beginning. When we as believers in Jesus come into the family of Abraham, we receive circumcision, which is not a cutting of the body, but rather a change of heart produced by the Holy Spirit. Romans 2.29 Thank God that the Holy Spirit can live within us. And as you leave this installment, there is one thing I want you to remember. Remember that God's plan will happen the way he plans it to. As we read in Genesis 17, 15 to 27, we read about Isaac, which is the son God promised to Abraham, the son that God promised to work through. But we also see how God is faithful and gracious with Ishmael. This tells me that we are only responsible for our own sins. Because Ismail isn't punished for the sins of his dad and mother-in-law. And this is something I learned through my own personal Bible study. As I was reading through Ezekiel 18 and 19, I recognized that this fits perfectly together. It appears to be a perfect example on how sin stays on the person who commits it. 
The highlight of this Bible study was how gracious God is in forgiving us. Oh, this might be a future installment. Okay, I guess we should call it a wrap. Before I start spilling all the tea of a future installment. Okay guys, for those who didn't know, I tried to post Q&A question and a devotional question down below and sometimes even a multiple choice question. Please engage and stay tuned for next week installment because I'm about to do a new thing next installment. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.